racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. Hello and welcome to Inside Motorsport once again. Joining us on this week's show, Ian Sylvester from Kart Oz will be along to talk about karting. We'll also have a chat with Top Fuel Tony Galea on the movements as we head towards the Winter Nationals. And well, one of the big controversies that is happening right across Australia as we speak is the motorsport news headline that they are going to reverse the grids for the second race in the Shell Australian Touring Car Championship. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes and the famous King Springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247-7711. Ian Sylvestrin from Cart Oz. You were supposed to speak to us last week, but, uh, well, you're in Tennant Creek. What does Tennant Creek have for Australian motor? Well, I was actually asking the same question before I went up there. They actually rang and said, can you come up and we've got this event and come and have a look at it and see what you think. So went up there and they, they close off the main streets of Tennant Creek, which is about half of the streets there. It's just a small town. Um, and they run this street race, which is absolutely unique. It's not um, a sanctioned event under the Australian Carning Association, so the rules um, are a bit more lax than normal. Uh, the circuit's quite dangerous, to be honest, but it's an awful lot of fun. Um, they attracted a lot of drivers from all over Australia, 120 in all, um, from virtually every state. There was and put on one of the most enjoyable events I think I've ever been to in eight years of kart racing. It was, it was really a lot of fun, very enjoyable, and um, an excellent event for Tennant Creek. Now, the first thing I noticed when I opened up my kart, Oz, is slightly changed in its format, or in the logos anyway, in the uh, how you're bringing the news to us? Oh, that's just a minor update. We want to keep um, the magazine as fresh as possible. We review it every three or four months, and um, just in order to produce the best magazine possible, um, we just implement minor changes, and yeah, we probably reckon this is our best one yet. We're very pleased with it. All right. Uh, technically speaking, is a new section in the magazine, and uh, great advice there from Gary Dan, of course, one of the uh, PCR Formula A drivers. Yeah, that's right. Gary certainly knows what he's talking about. And um, for anyone just new to the sport and they've got um, some technical questions, and believe me, there are thousands of them out there, um, they just write in and, and get it answered in, in a similar style to other magazines. For example, New Idea or Women's Day or whatever, they might have um, questions relating to health or Ralph. Um Yeah, let's say. So um, we're doing a similar thing with karting, which is proved very popular so far. Mm. All right, and a great feature in here about one of the, uh, well, one of the real nice guys of Australian karting, and that is Troy Hunt. Yeah, that's right. Um, Troy took out his second Australian championship at the Geelong National um, a month ago. Um, he's worked very hard to get where he has got to, and um, I think everyone was really pleased to see Troy take out one of the most competitive classes there. Um, of course, Troy's going to enjoy, yeah, join a number of other Australians competing at Suzuka in Japan in just a week or two time for the 1998 World Cup. Troy won the Intercontinental A's Chinese Championship last year. He won the Clubman Championship just a few weeks ago. And he'll be joining 
about seven or eight other Australians to compete in Japan in a few weeks' time, so we'll see how the Australian contingent goes there. Ian, it has been a very busy few months for you. It looks like it's just getting busier if you do get the nod on the uh, Oceanus. Where is it going to be held? Because uh, the talk is Eastern Creek, maybe not. It will be at Eastern Creek, um, should the event go ahead. Originally, Eastern Creek were looking at uh, taking on the event themselves, um, but now they want to work in with a promotions company, and that's where we stepped in. Um, so, yeah, it will be at Eastern Creek, uh, which is the first time I've been since 1996. Um, but the advantage of them being, having it at the creek is it's a new circuit and it's a lot closer to the city, um, and everyone's looking forward to racing there, so it's going to be very, very big. All right. Uh, just one thing I forgot to mention too, Club Card Oz is available now. The application form is in the magazine. But uh, the advantages there, of course, to become part of the Club Card Oz is, one, we can guarantee the magazine's going to keep coming out. That's right. Um, yeah, that's a, an added incentive for people that want to be part of the Card Oz race team. Um, it's a lot to explain, so we'll just let people read it themselves in the magazine. But oh. it's certainly a, a great idea was put in there, I think. All right, then. Well, Ian, a big, big edition of Card Oz, the May 98 edition, in stands now. Ian, probably uh, with now the Nationals, the 98 Bridgestone Nationals out the way, all attention is being turned to Ipswich. Yeah, that's right. That's the Ipswich on June 21, and already that's looking like a sensational meeting, although we're a month or two out. Um, the entrance is rolling in, and there's going to be some absolutely sensational racing at Ipswich on that weekend. And international class karting still going strong in Australia. Let's hope we can get some more Canberrans involved in it. Yeah, that's right. International karting in Australia really, I mean, it is on a real growth spurt. I think for Ipswich, the Formula A entry is up to about 25, and they had 17 at the first round. And it's just getting stronger and stronger by the day. There's new entries, new licenses being confirmed to drive to racing the national classes. So it's, it's really on a roll. Ian Sylvester, and it's been a pleasure to catch up with you as always, and we look forward to catching up with you next time. Thanks, Craig. Pleasure as always. To contact Inside Motorsport, please send email to revel at spirit.com.au. It looks like Neil Crompton is going to get his first drive of 1998 in the Ross Palmer Motorsports Ferrari F355, normally campaigned by John Bow in the Century Batteries Australian GTP Production Car Championship. Due to family commitments, Bow will miss the Phillip Island round next weekend, and then with a clash with, between the V8 Supercars and the Century Batteries GT Production Car Championship at Malala later on and next month, it will see Crompton once again turn in the Ferrari. Crompton's first opportunity to run in a car this season since being a front-runner and championship contender in last of the years North American Super Touring Car Championship. Crompton is eagerly awaiting this opportunity. And with all the news in touring car racing being focused around the V8 supercars and this idea mooted in motorsport news that they will turn the grids around and have uh, the fastest car starting at the back in Heat 2, Colin Ford, our touring car correspondent, joins us now with more details. It seems like that idea of uh, reversing the field is a fait complete. as officials at the Malala Raceway, two weekends' time it will play host for the Super Touring Cars, have already been instructed 
that they will be doing just that, turning the field back around. And the instructions they've basically received is that they will be doing for one of the races, which is the second race of the day, top 10 cars only will be reverse grid. So depending on where the people finish in the first race, they'll be shuffled around. So whoever finishes first, they'll be shuffled back to 10th. And uh, that's how they'll be running the second race from 11th place back will be the same uh, in terms of their finishing order from the first race. And the thing that spices it up is what they actually get is passing points. So that if you're a person who was uh, finished first, put back to 10th place, if you pass the other nine cars, you gain nine extra passing points. So every guy you pass in front of you, you gain an extra point. So uh, that's what they're going to be doing at Malala. For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at corplink.com.au. Motorsport news. Proud partners of Inside Motorsport. Top Fuel Tony Gillier joins us now on Toppy. Plenty of excitement as we head towards the Winter Nationals up there at Willow Bank Raceway. The premier drag event of the year. I mean, at the moment, the, the Winter Nationals are becoming bigger than the Cold Nationals at Melbourne. I mean, sorry to the guys down at Cold there, but Willow Bank Raceway uh, just embarked on a uh, $250,000 scrutineering bay at eight bays, so they're all getting in prepared for readiness for, for the Winter Nationals. Another thing that comes to mind, Hans Van Dyke. Well, he's just uh, taken over the board as part of a deal with Dead Turno, um, the Pontiac. It was originally bought in Australia by Garfell. Now, his car in the, in the States is the first automatic-powered car in Prasov. We're all familiar with seeing the cars as Lenko-type transmissions or Jericho-type transmissions. Well, um, Garfell brought the car. He was going to race here in Australia with a, a two-speed power glide behind the small-block powered uh, cube Buick Pontiac or Chef. Now, uh, Des Kernow bought it. They, got, they raced it in Superstock successfully. Now, they brought the car here to Canberra for the Chevy Nationals, being the Chevy badge car. They put it on display, did a, did a pass out here at, at Natex on the burnout strip, pulled the parachute. The parachute still like, got caught with the crosswind. We pulled the fiberglass uh, front off the car and they could see the rockers. And Des, I spoke to Des last week and he said, well, we just had a, a new front clip put on the car, plus a new engine, like a $12,500. Now, um, the deal is that uh, Hans Van Dyke's going to get the car and, and in turn, dollars is going to be traded as well. Uh, Des Kernow is going to get Hans as old being Commodore and they'll race in, um, in Superstock guys. So it'll basically, it'll run a pound for cube, whoever, however they work the mm-hmm. out. Of course, uh, with Jim Reed coming back into uh, top field, it does sort of boost the ranks because at the Nationals, our premier event, we were struggling for numbers for six, the six top field cards. I mean, I was lucky to make eight cards. I mean, um, at the moment, you've got Saini who are playing around with all, they're getting more and more fuel with as their, their, their own designed engine. Um, Applewood, uh, Nick Applewood, who's got the Saini engine too. You've got Graham Cowan. You've got the, the team of Sano Rapisada and Glenn Michaels, I think, at the moment, who aren't top on points. Um, in pro stock scene, uh, poor old uh, Joe Polito, he's coming second. Um, Robbie Tucker is on top of points at the moment, pro stock. For more Inside Motorsport, contact your nearest community broadcaster for details of broadcast times across Australia. Well, thanks for joining us once again on Inside Motorsport. I hope you can join us next time, Ray. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra.